Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Premier Scott Moe is again pushing hard against Ottawa's proposed carbon tax. Speaking to a group of about 200 wheat growers in Regina at the Farm Progress Show yesterday, Premier Moe says the proposed carbon tax is a serious threat to the future of farming. Well, one, it doesn't work. Uh, two, it, wouldn't, it just doesn't simply work for Saskatchewan. But there's nowhere in the world where a carbon tax uh, has been introduced where it has actually reduced emissions uh, due to that tax being introduced. So that would be the first reason. Is one, it doesn't work. Uh, the second reason is, is uh, we're, an, we're an exporter in this province. We export to over 150 countries all around the world. And a tax uh, like such as a carbon tax would just simply impact our, our competitiveness with, uh, you know, people, with uh, countries that we compete with all around the world. And uh, last but not least, I think most importantly, is what agriculture is already doing in the way of addressing climate change. We have zero-till technology that was inv innovated uh, in this province, is utilized in this province, is now being uh, exported out of this province to places like Kazakhstan, Australia, uh, the United States of America, as well as Europe, that is helping to sequester so uh, carbon, not just in our soils within our borders, but now sequestering soil outside our borders. We have crop genetics that have been developed and, 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 uh, and, and, and brought about through you know the the uh, the uh, crop development center at the College of Agriculture in the uni at the University of Saskatchewan, such as pulse crops that are offsetting uh, further carbon emissions by fixing nitrogen. Uh, agriculture, most certainly, when we want to talk about climate change, is part of the solution. A carbon tax is not. Now, on another topic, you also talked about NAFTA. You said engage, engage, engage. Why are you saying that is so important? Because of the importance of the trade deal to, to our province and our nation. Uh, we need to engage, and, and, we, and we've commended the federal government for their engagement, but we need to further engage. Uh, Minister Freeland's office has been engaging, our trade negotiators have been engaging, and we need our Prime Minister uh, to engage uh, with himself in every way, which way he, that he can with the, with the U.S. administration, with President Trump himself and, and President Trump's administration. 55% of our exports from this province province go directly to the United States of America. 85% of our imports in Saskatchewan come from the United States of America. This is our largest and most important trade deal. It's a most important uh, trading partner uh, in this industry of agriculture that we're, we're celebrating in this show this week. We, ne we need to come to an agreement on this deal and we need to come to it soon. And you'll be in Rapid City, uh, South Dakota again this coming week, again another trip to the States. We're down to the States on Monday in Rapid City engaging with governors across uh, the Midwest at the Western Governors uh, meeting uh, to ensure that we're building the relationships on, on behalf of the people and industries that we have in the province so that in, in the event that we are able to get an agreement in principle that we can engage as a subnational leader on the details of the industries that are important to Saskatchewan, mining, manufacturing, industry, energy, the energy industry and agriculture. Premier Scott Moe spoke at a Western Canadian wheat growers meeting at the Farm Progress Show in Regina last night. The manager of the Canada Farm Progress Show is calling this week's show a major success. Shirley Janesco is happy with crowds visiting the show. Crowds have been good. I, I believe as good as can be expected being the time of the year. I did have the opportunity to reach out to a number of my uh, key exhibitors at the show and they're pleased with the crowds that are coming to the show. Sales are being made, um, solid leads are being made as well, and as well as dealer networks are being set up. So I believe that the business that they came to do is being done. Are there any specific sales you can tell me about, say international sales or big sales? I will have that number a little bit later today for international, but I did speak to one a major exhibitor here and he said his uh, equipment on his lot is all sold. It's roughly over a million dollars. I'm going to be walking off of here today. So, What kind of equipment? Um, CD equipment. <laughs> so he's very happy then. So 
would you say the show's been a success? Absolutely, it's been a great success. I've got a lot of smiling faces here for visitors, um, exhibitors, and the volunteers. So it's it's been a good show. The show offers all kinds of other events. There's a lumberjack here, for example. There's a farm forum, topics, the Outstanding Young Farmer competition. There's, a, there's something for everybody. So we try to cater to the families coming in. Now we've done our, our research, and we know there's a lot of families coming to the show. So we try to make something for everyone. There's a social aspect, there's the, you know, the business aspect, and then there's the, the food part too. So. And it is big business at this show. It's big business at the show, absolutely. What numbers? Uh, foreign sales. Oh, Foreign sales were looking to be, you know, well up, well into the hundreds of millions of dollars in the International Business Centre, and I will have those numbers captured later on. Shirley Janasco is the manager of the Canada Farm Progress Show. Rosetown area farmer Jim Wickett is impressed with the latest in farm equipment on display at the Farm Progress Show in Regina. Wickett says GPS-assisted field work and is amazing technology. And the technology that's out there and, and the new stuff and, uh, and the size of the stuff uh, it never ceases to amaze me. Every time I come here, I think they've kind of hit the peak and and uh, there's either something bigger or, or the, the technology is just, for an old guy like me that's been at it for 35 years, I guess it's uh, quite a difference from uh, tying a rag on the end of the uh, di disc gear to see, make sure it was still turning. So th that's the biggest thing I've noticed, the technology. And the uh, electronics, especially the, the monitoring, the ability to uh, avoid overlaps of spraying and seeding. Yeah, oh yeah, the GPS and, and, and the control that it has. And, and like you said, there's no overlaps. There's, there's no nothing. The new combines being able to adjust uh, the grain sample as they, you know, the, the cameras that they have watch that grain sample and adjust uh, the combine for you. All of that, that's just amazing technology. Now they're trying to go to full robotics. Yeah, yeah. So that, I uh, was over there and had a, a look at that. And, uh, and that's certainly, I think, uh, especially, you know, with some of the issues with labor that you hear some of the bigger farms having, I think that's certainly going to find its niche in this, uh, in this industry. Now on another topic, the big news of course so far is Korea, South Korea, and Japan putting a ban temporarily on Canadian wheat. Are you hoping it will be resolved soon or lifted soon? Yeah, I think I'm pretty optimistic that that's going to be lifted pretty soon. Uh, I know that Japanese were uh, in country and uh, had gone through the process that the uh, CFIA had used and then the tests and from what I've heard I've been happy with what they've seen. So I'm pretty optimistic that this is going to be a pretty temporary thing. It was even in the uh, event in Oregon that that was lifted fairly soon afterwards. This is a really isolated thing. There's a thousand conspiracy theories out there and uh, how that week got on that site is a mystery, but hopefully we can get to the bottom of things and get everything cleared up and the market's opened. Jim Wickett is the chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. It's been a busy month for hail damage claims in southern Saskatchewan. Ag Direct Hail CEO Bruce Lowe says there have been numerous hail damage claims in southeast Saskatchewan. Oh gosh, Jim, it has been a crazy year to start. Uh, we've had now about uh, 70 claims across the prairies. Here in Saskatchewan specifically, we've had about 25 or 30, and it's, it seems to be mostly concentrated in the southern and southern eastern part of Saskatchewan. We've had storms in Alameda and Coronac on the 10th and the 7th, and Mancota. Uh, Oxbow, and uh, you know, it's highly unusual for this time of year to have this kind of storm activity. So it's just one of those years, I guess. What are you looking forward to the rest of the year? 
Well, gosh, it's, you know, hopefully, I think I, I, I sit with uh, the rest of the hardworking farmers here in Saskatchewan. Let's hope that, uh, you know, some of, the, some of the worst is behind, uh, behind us. But, of course, that uh, we never know. And that's why we're here. And so farmers can sleep at night by offering crop hail insurance at, uh, at uh, competitive rates. So. Yeah, you're here. Your company now, Ag Direct Hail, is going into its fifth year. How's it been going? Oh, we've had a we've had a blast. It's uh, you know we started this thing five years ago with the with the intent, and we really built it with farmers and for farmers, Jim. And and when I say that, what I mean is, you know, we wanted to to uh, have a, a direct relationship with our customers. So we cut out the middleman, and that's really why we're different. We don't have a broker or agent between us and Ag Direct, so our customers can buy purchased. You know, they can purchase direct. We don't have that. 12% broker commission that the other companies uh, uh, have in their policies as well. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's been going well. We've been the fastest growing company now four years in a row. So, so how does a farmer find out your rates? Well, simply, again, they can call us toll-free. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the quickest and easiest way, 1-855-686-5596. Or uh, log on to agdirecthail.com. They will need to set up a no-obligation email and a password. Very simple process to do. And at that point, they can check rates. They can actually create them, a, a quotation for themselves. And, uh, and if they like what they see, they can go ahead and, and, and apply for coverage. And you've got a new program, a loyalty discount? Well, you know what, we, uh, we started that idea because, you know, Saskatchewan farmers were facing a 5% sales tax on, hail pre- uh, on their hail premiums. And uh, we wanted to try to figure out a way to, to, to offset that uh, because I know it's, it's not easy, you know, these days being a, a farmer here in Saskatchewan. And so we sat back and we looked at it and we decided to come with a loyalty program which rewards our prior year customers uh, for every consecutive year they've been with us, a 1% bonus. Uh, so some of our customers now, uh, because we've had four years behind us, are getting a 4% discount. But when the sales tax was uh, scrapped by the provincial government, we liked the program so much, we not only instituted it here and uh, put it in place here in Saskatchewan, one, but we also now have the program in place in Manitoba and Alberta, and our customers absolutely love it. Bruce Lowe made his comments in an interview at the Canada Farm Progress Show. The market update on the source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola rose 210 at 487.44. Oats fell $1.15 at 153.59. Number one red spring wheat went up 13 cents at $230.65. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, two fifty-five seventy-three. Feed barley, one seventy-two sixty-three. Flax, four seventy-two sixty-eight. Yellow peas, two thirty-five fifty-four. Feed wheat, one eighty-nine fifty-eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July spring wheat is down three quarters of a cent at five fifty-two a bushel. The Livestock Report on the Source, six twenty CKRM. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 435 cattle on offer here on Tuesday. The cow market looked like it was 2 to $4 lower again. 81 to 88 got the majority of the cows. Sales right up to 93 on some of these high-yielding cows. 75 to 80 gets these thinner model cows. The good bulls trade from $1.08 right up to $1.18. Sales right up to $1.23 on them high-yielding bulls. There is a sale here Tuesday, June 26th, but no sale Tuesday, July 3rd. Light Yearland sold strong ham sold 6,000 hogs thursday selling a range of 199 to 200 dollars per ckg today's sales expected to be around 6100 head selling a range of 198 to 200 dollars per ckg 100 index hog prices for the week ending friday june 22nd are maple leaf sig 5 198.41 hams cash 196.91 thunder creek brick 185.04 and high life 196 dollars 17 cents per ckg 
Ham's cash hog price today is lower, and four contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down five basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3310. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets were lower again yesterday, but the negotiated regional cash price is losing approximately $1 U.S. 100 weight. Despite shrinking market-ready supplies, packers have been dropping their bids as they are already operating in negative margins and are guarding against even deeper losses. With Mexican tariffs on U.S. pork set to move to 25% in two weeks, and Chinese tariffs reportedly inflating to more than 70%, pork traders have growing concerns about the market's ability to clear all production without large discounts. It is these concerns that have resulted in a 10% decline in lean hog features values over the last eight days, bringing the market down to near contract lows this morning. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers late this afternoon and early this evening, risk of a thunderstorm, wind southeast 20, the high today 28, the low 16. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon with risk of a thunderstorm. The high Saturday, 25, the low 16. Sunday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers. The high, 27, the low 16. Monday, sunny with a high of 29, the low 15. Tuesday, sunny, the high 25, the low 13. Wednesday, sunny, the high 23, the low 12. Thursday, Sunny, the high near 25. The normal high is 24, the normal low 10. The sun rose at 447 and sets at 914 tonight. Round the province, Estevan 27, Saskatoon 29, Swift Current 25, Weyburn 26, Yorkton is 28. In Regina, sunny and 27, that's 81 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east, southeast 16, gusting to 32. Humidity 43%, barometer dropping 100.8. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw 26, Winds are from the east, southeast, 18, gusting to 28. Once again, Regina, sunny and 27, that's 81 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.